Welcome to the Balanced Business Owner Podcast. The world around us isn't slowing down anytime soon. If you want to avoid trying to keep up and burning yourself out, it's important to be intentional about setting your own pace. In this podcast, you'll learn practical tools to manage your schedule and mindset so you can reconnect with your business, your family, and yourself and feel good about your life. I'm your host, life and business coach, Andrea Scalisi. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. I have a very special guest on today. She is a client and friend and a style coach. I am so excited to bring her on the podcast today and talk to us about how to make shopping and styling easier and why it even matters in the first place when we're working remotely from our houses. So Sherry, welcome. Introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you. Hi, thanks for having me on your road, Andrea. Um, Yes, as Andrea said, I am a, a client of Andrea's. She helped me in my business last year, and we've just became really good friends and remained friends. And now we talk on a weekly basis. And I'm also a life and style coach. So um, I do a lot of life coaching within the scope of style um, style coaching. And my, my kind of soapbox thing is that how you feel about yourself on the inside is represented on the outside. And a lot of people think that they don't have style and that they don't really know what they want or how to dress or what's even stylish or what they would look good in. And, you know, those are all the questions that I get. But when we start really digging into how they feel about themselves and the relationship that they have about themselves, the way they talk about themselves, the way that they see themselves in the world, they start to realize why they dress the way they dress. And when we start changing those things on the inside, the, the mindset stuff um, the way they talk about themselves, the way they see themselves and the way they want to see themselves, then the style just really changes kind of organically. And it's really super fun to watch. I love that. Yeah. I'm starting to notice in myself, you know, I turned 40 last year and, um, I have a past in the corporate world and I've been a business owner now for the past, I don't know, four, five years, something like that. But I've definitely noticed that some of the style that I had in the corporate world, which I never liked, it never felt good to me. I have sort of taken it into my business a little bit and even rebelled against it recently Mm. a little bit more. So I'm kind of in the place in my life and in my business right now where I'm like looking for my style again, you know, like what's Mm -hmm. truly me at this phase of my life and in my business. And what does that actually mean? I'm like looking at my closet wanting to, you know, get rid of all of my old corporate attire that I kept. And, you know, I think it's time, but I can't wait to talk to you today about this process that you, um, your unique process that you use your, with your clients and how we can make shopping and restyling ourselves easier. So take us through it. Let's do this. Yeah. Well, I think that it's that you hit on a really, really important part that I see a lot of my clients come into me with is we're in a, a corporate, you know, job or um, any kind of job has some kind of an expectation of a dress code, 
right? And depending on what the job is, I mean, you, you mentioned in the corporate world, everyone that hears that knows what that dress code is. It's very um, suits and structure and, you know, uh, dresses, heels, those kinds of things, very structured. And that lends to a, to a great, to a, it lends very well to a certain personality type, that structured suit uh, kind of look. But it do, it it doesn't lend to some of the other st- um, personalities, some of the other style personalities, which is why I'm assuming you rebelled against it because it wasn't you. It didn't represent your own likes and and your own personality. And those are all really good questions to start asking ourselves is what kind of an expectation do we think we have to uphold in whatever job or, you know, as a mom or as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a woman, as like all of these things, we put expectations on ourselves. And we think that there's a, there's this right way that we should do it to be accepted and to be, you know, to get that next promotion or whatever. I have to be in a suit. And there's so, there's so many, many, um, just little, like, they're just not true. Like you don't have to be in a suit to get a job promotion. Um, you're, you would, probably come across better if you had on something that made you feel like you were a boss, like you had so much confidence in yourself that you're going to present yourself that way. If you're in a suit and you feel uncomfortable in a suit, then you're going to, your energy and your brain power is going to be more focused on, I don't feel good in this suit. It's itchy or it's, you know, too structured. It doesn't move enough or whatever is happening whether you're conscious of it or not, the, that happens. So when you are in a, in, you know, we're, we're coaches. And so we're in front of our clients, whether you're remotely or whether you're out in the world, the way that you dress makes you feel like you, or it makes you feel like an imposter, which is kind of what I would ask you if you kind of felt like when you were in the corporate world, wearing the get up, you know, the outfits or whatever that you were expected to wear. Did you, did you feel confident? Did you feel like, um, like this wasn't you, like you were an imposter somehow, or like, how did you feel about yourself going to work every day in that outfit? Oh my gosh. I love this question. And this is a question all of us need to ask ourselves, right? It's like, yes, I did feel like an imposter. I felt like a different person And I even put on the personality of a different person. I was way more uh, masculine energy. I was tough. I was, I was a person that I don't really like to be honest. Not that I don't like masculine people. It just Mm -hmm. didn't suit me. It really wasn't who I was deep down. So it felt wrong. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I remember this one business trip that I went on. Um, They sent me to London And I was in London and I was only supposed to be there like a week or two. So I had only packed for clothes for a week or two. And then they asked me to stay an extra two weeks. And I remember saying, oh my gosh, I don't have enough clothes. So I'm going to have to go shopping. I went shopping in London and bought all of these like really cool, stylish business clothes that did feel more like me. And I remember feeling like a different person in a good way. I felt 
a little bit more feminine. I do have some masculine energy, but I felt a little bit more feminine. I felt myself. I felt um, just really good in those clothes. So you're right. Mm -hmm. It definitely does bring out a feeling Mm -hmm. in us that's either us or like this imposter type feeling. Yeah. And I think as business owners, we already have to get over imposter syndrome. Totally. Just by being an (laughs) entrepreneur and putting our ideas out into the world and then having them come back to us, that that already feels very vulnerable. And that imposter syndrome is already alive and well in, in those kinds of situations, especially in the beginning. I think you always have situations in your business where you feel like an imposter. I think that's a normal human thing to feel, but I think you get better at recognizing it and realizing, wait, that's, I don't have to feel that way. But in the beginning, when you're, when you're just starting out, I feel like it's, it's very prevalent to have that. Somebody's going to find out that I don't know what I'm talking about. Right. And for me, I want to be dressed in a way that I don't feel like an imposter in my own body. Yeah. You know, I want to oh, feel like so who good. I am, mm-hmm. you know, and I have a client that I, that I've been working with who has, has had a job, uh, that's, that would resemble corporate work. I'll, I'll keep her confidences to tell you exactly what her job is, but would be in a very masculine energy. She worked in that, um, field for about 17 years and she's out of that job. She's moved into a different job and she wants to be an entrepreneur. She wants to put her ideas out into the world and she is brilliant. She's had a ton of experience in her field. She has a lot to teach us and she is coming out of this very structured um, profession, but that's not really who she is. She's not, she's a little bit more feminine than that and a little bit more casual in like, that's how she normally sees herself and what feels good to her. And she is finding herself um, with this battle because she dressed a certain way for such a long time that she feels like everyone's going to expect her to be that way. Mm. And even though she's in a totally different space, totally different space, she's going to be on stage and she's not sure how to represent herself on stage because she doesn't want to do the corporate suit thing. But then she feels like her own style isn't good enough in quotes. Mm. Right. Because there's those expectations about what a powerful person looks like or what a, you know, smart, respectable woman looks like. We all have this like vision of what that looks like. Um, I probably have a different vision than a lot of people because I've been working on this for so long and I'm kind of a rebel. And so, like, I'm going to rebel against that as much as I can just because. That's just my personality, right? So in working with her, um, we came up with a style statement. It was really hard for her to come up with a style statement because it was it was kind of seeped in with this masculine energy that she had lived for so long that she would come to our calls and she would say, I've been, I've been thinking about my style statement and I think I come up with a couple of words. So we would go through those words and I would ask her how they feel in her body and what it means to her. 
And so many times when I would start asking her about those words, she was pulling from that other job and how she was um, supposed to be presenting herself on that other job. So as we started talking about some of these words, she started throwing them out because they were they were laced with this other kind of um, persona, I guess, that she didn't really want to embody. And she's really struggled with trying to come up with her with her style statement because she has this this um, I don't know idea or or thoughts or construct that she has to present herself very structured in order to be accepted and in order to be looked at as respected. And yeah, it's it's hard to strip away. Yeah from Mm -hmm. something that's been a part of your life for so long, but it can be so freeing to do at the same time. Yeah. Um, the style personalities that I, that I go through in my program, um, I, there's four style personalities that I, that I kind of put everybody in or they put themselves in. And the first one is a visionary and they're the ones that have all the ideas they're the idea generators. They're the ones that bring the fun. They're kind of an extroverted energy. They like to be around people. Um, you know, they like to be in front of people. They like to be on the stage. They like those kinds of things. Then there's the style, the second style that's a nurturer. They're a little bit softer. They like to, uh, they pay attention to details. They like things to be uh, researched. They they like to research things so that they know for sure what they're getting themselves into. But relationships mean the most to them. Their relationships are number one in their lives. So they are very compassionate, kind, but their their demeanor is just a little bit softer. They're the nurturers. You can kind of imagine a person that you would call a nurturer. They just have a softer kind of uh, vibe. And their facial features are even a little bit softer. And um, they're not going to look really great in a bright red suit and they're not going to feel like themselves in a bright red suit. Now you want to put them in, in a baby blue, uh, sweater, like a cardigan or something with a pencil skirt that might feel better to them. It's a little bit softer. The fabric itself is softer, softer. The look is a little bit softer. The, the next one is, um, the risk taker. The, they're the motivators. They're the activators. They're the go-getters. They're the ones that are like, give me a job and I'm going to get it done. If you want it done, you give it to an activator. You give it to those motivator people, uh, those risk takers. They're the action takers. They like things to move fast. They like edgy clothes. Their clothes are edgy. Their textures are edgy. They really like leather. They like wool. They like um, those fall colors that are really deep and rich, browns, greens. They're edgy. Um, they like chunky type jewelry. That's kind of because they're risk takers. They're bold. They're they're um, bold and fast. And then there's the the next one with I call them um, truth seekers. They they are the black and white. They're the rule followers. Rules keep them safe, and rules are there for a purpose. And you follow the rule, therefore you're successful. And they are the ones that are going to find, um, like my sister is, is a truth seeker. And we, we always tell her like, she's the one that's going to come in and fix all of the things that we did because she can see where it can be made better. 
They are detail oriented. They go and fix things. Um, they're the ones that come through and like, okay, I, I see everything, what everything's here. I see all the, the program or whatever that you've got. And they're going to go in and be able to make things better. They're going to pick out, I call it like pick out the flaws, but that's kind of a negative connotation, but they just are editors. They, they go in and they edit things and make things better. That's their, that's their strength is making things better. They like very clean lines. They like the structure. They like the suits. They like um, parallel lines. They they like they want things to be the same. They don't like things that are crooked on the wall. They're the ones that are going and like things have to be right, uh, very perfect, right? But each one of these personalities has strengths that that come with it, and they have style that comes with it. That I am a I am a visionary, so my clothes are bright and fun and my hair is curly and kind of everywhere because that's just my personality. I'm very spontaneous. And so I dress that way, very spontaneous, very light and airy and fun. So all my, my clothing and the colors that I wear are light and airy and fun because that's my personality. And when I put those clothes on, I feel like me, like it, I just, myself just comes out. There's nothing I can do to stop it. So if you're a business owner and you're dressed in your true personality, then you're going to come to your coaching calls and with your clients, with that energy of just being you, whatever that energy is. And it's so amazing to feel yourself when you finally figure out, this is who I am. These are my strengths. This is my color palette. I know exactly what to look for in the store. I know exactly what's not me. And I know what's what is me. It's so freeing. Yeah. What what are tell me the four just real quick again. Visionary. Visionary, nurturer, risk taker, truth teller. Okay. Truth seeker. And so when you find your personality, your style personality, you create this style statement that makes it so much easier to do shopping, whether you go to yep. a store or order clothes online. Which mm-hmm. one do you think I am? I'm so curious. Well, originally I thought that you might be a four because you're very detail oriented. You you like things structured. You're all about like spreadsheets and organization and all of that. Um, you know me well. Right. But yeah. when you, I don't know the corporate, I don't know. I guess it could, depends on what your secondary is too. We all have a secondary as well. I think I'm the activator. Our, yeah. And uh-huh, that's what I would say. Like a, yeah. like I'm a rebel. Uh, I, I like uh-huh. to. I yep. like to mix things up and yeah. take action Rebel. and do things quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So, and when you know those two things, you can, you can meld them together and then you put a little bit like for you, you're going to have a little bit of structure. You're going to, you're probably going to find that you like things to be a certain way. I like a suit jacket. Mm-hmm. I don't like the pants. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so a little bit of that corporate suit structured kind of look, but maybe with jeans. Yeah. Because the jeans jeans. is going to be the edgy risk taker kind of vibe that you're going to go through. And then maybe some chunky jewelry, depending on the color. Mm -hmm. I do love jewelry. Although now because I'm a coach, I wear this headset with my clients. Mm -hmm. I'm wearing it right now in this episode. And 
I find that whenever I wear earrings, they just bang up against it. And it's so loud. I can't do it here, but I do love to wear earrings and Mm -hmm. a necklace. I'm not a really a bracelet person, but more like Mm -hmm. earrings and necklace. Yeah. Yeah. So when you know, when you can see the color palette, because each one of those style personalities has a color palette. So when you see the color palette and you, and you can find the clothes that you're like, you know what, it, this happens every time. I show the person the color palette after we figured out what their style personality is. And they're like, yeah, I have a whole lot of that color in my closet (laughs) (laughs) because we gravitate to those colors that we feel powerful in. And then I always have them pick either one or two colors in that color palette for their power color, Mm. the color that really makes them feel like them when they put that color on. I think I've told you before. Feel? rust orange rust orange that's that is a risk taker color that is my color mm-hmm. i would go for rust orange any day of the week yep. if i saw it in a store i would go towards it yeah that's <laughs> that is that's the risk taker that's a color palette in the color palette and i would say it is a common power color for the risk taker hmm. is that so burnt orange rust rust orange yeah so everybody and- listening Finding your style personality and the corresponding colors for it are really important so that we can make style shop. We can make shopping for ourselves so much easier. It's so funny because I, a couple of years ago, I started to do this thing where I go into a store to shop for clothes or online or what. And no, actually, this is more just an in person thing. When I'm in a store, I'll say to myself, I need to find the ugliest shirt in this store. I'm going to try on the ugliest, like quote unquote, ugliest shirt in the store. And I do. And it always ends up looking the best on me. (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. So what, what, what like makes it ugly? Like in your mind, what makes it ugly? Maybe I'm I'm thinking right now, I don't know if this is like a real thing, but I'm I'm thinking maybe it relates to that risk taker personality. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just the art of taking a risk on a different piece of uh clothing that I would never, you know, normally pick out. And it's like, oh, this is different. Mm-hmm. I like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your primary might be risk taker with the truth teller as a as your secondary. That is because when we are under stress or when we're when we are in pursuit of a goal we're usually in our secondary energy mm. which would make sense for you if you're yeah. if your primary personality is that risk taker personality and you're building a business and you're determined to hit a goal then that secondary of the truth teller is going to come in and support that risk taker so that mm. you can be organized so that you can reach your goal for you I am a secondary risk taker. So are you a risk taker in your business as well? I am. I'm a risk taker in my business and very spontaneous. So act fast. That is my strength is to act fast. And I've realized in building my business over the last couple of years, when I get, when I take too much time to plan, then I lose, I fizzle out. It's like, it, the the light the, the flame just gone. goes out yeah gone. the energy is gone so if you think about so each one of these also has a an element of nature that goes with them so 
The visionary is air, um, which is me. So air is very movable. You can just move air. Wind is very like kind of tumultuous at times, but very spontaneous and unpredictable. So mm-hmm. that's that's me. I'm very spontaneous and unpredictable. Ask my husband. He'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but they are also the ones that can come through a room and everybody knows they've been there. Mm. It doesn't take much because their energy is so high, mm-hmm. right? That they're noticed everywhere they go. Um, the second one, nurturer, is water. Very steady and fluid. They're, they, they don't get really bobbled too much. They're very, very steady because think about water and they're very constant. Water is ne- like very persistent, right? So the risk taker is fire. So if you sense. think about fire and your personality, um, I can, because I, risk taker is my, my secondary, I can be a little sharp. Mm-hmm. Like I can come across a little bit bold, a little bit sharp, kind of like, ooh, ugh, that could have been softened a smidge. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Like I just kind of say it like it is, you know, it's very sharp and it can be hot. Like when I get, Passionate is what I call it. Um, people Italian is what I call it. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And you can kind of feel kind of people like stepping back, like the fire just got a little bit hotter. And so people kind of step back a little bit from it. That is very much how I run my business, hot and fast. You know, but if it's not fun, I don't want to do it. I'm I'm not having it if it's not fun Mm -hmm. because that's my primary personality is fun. And then the with the fourth one, this the truth seeker one, um, they are earth. So they're like an iceberg. Very deep. What you see on the top is very minimal. They are very deep in their personality. They they like to think deep and they like to problem solve deep. They have a lot of um internal stuff that's going on on the inside. They're they're like like an iceberg. That's the that is a really good analogy of of um, that truth seeker personality. Um, they're just immovable. Once they have made up their mind, you're not moving them. They're mm. they're not. They're, you can't talk it out of them because they have done the research. They have made up their mind, and there isn't any moving. There's no there's no moving them. I can see so many benefits both in my personal life and in my business to really knowing and understanding my own style personality and creating my own style statement, not only just to make shopping easier and to feel better in my clothes and all of that, but wow, it can really apply to your business as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how you run your business and how you operate and really understanding your strengths and your weaknesses and all of that. This is so fascinating. (laughs) Yeah. It's been really good for me in my business because um, when I'm frustrated with myself because I haven't been able to keep a deadline or I I thought that I was going to get something done in X amount of time and it took me too and it took me longer than that and I get really frustrated with myself or I don't have very much organization and so then I have to like redo things a lot because I didn't put the organization in, in place. So then I don't know how to do it because I just 
was sporadic one day and just did it. And then it turned out really well. And I'm like, oh, shoot, how did I do that? I can't remember. I didn't really write that down. And I get frustrated with myself because then I have to do it over. I have to do it again. It's like Mm -hmm. I have to learn it a second time because I didn't do what I needed to do to capture it along the way. And then I remember if I would have taken the time to capture it along the way, the fire would have gone out because that's just who I am. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to do things fast while I, while the energy is hot and then I maybe have to do it two or three times, or maybe I do it once, realize it right away and then go back and make the notes that I need to make. That's what I'm working on now is, is letting myself be who I am in my business, be spontaneous, you know, don't have a lot of planning, just put out whatever I'm going to put out. And then once it's out there, taking just a few minutes of time to really to jot some notes down so that I can go back and remind myself what I did or how I did it or, you know, whatever. So Mm -hmm. I'm working on it because we have all of them inside of us. It's just, you have one that's your leading personality. And then the second one that kind of backs it up. And then those other two are there kind of working in the background and you can tap into those if you know what they are and you, you are living that in your life. You just have to recognize it. So that researcher, truth seeker, nurturer um, is in me, but it's not prominent. I have to like call it in, so to speak. It's not just going to happen automatically. I have to intentionally call it in, but it's there. So it's just not what I lead with. Yeah. So when you're in your yeah, business, and it's and- so good to know in your business, like you were just about to say, because if you don't see those ones that are not as predominant as weaknesses, and you just focus on the ones that are the most predominant, like putting that energy, put, putting your strengths forward is the best way forward in business. We can mm-hmm. oftentimes find ourselves so focused on what we don't have or what we're not doing or the quote unquote, like weaker negative parts of us. But really when we put our energy into focusing on the strengths that we have, what we enjoy doing, what we're good at, like mm-hmm. we can really see our businesses go a lot further. Yeah. And it also helps us to figure out who we need on our team. Mm, yeah. When we're, when we're going to grow our team, I'm going to find people. I'm, I am going to look for the truth seeker and the nurturer in my business. I need those two personalities in my business and I need those two personalities to be their leading personality because those aren't, those aren't mine. What a great point. I am a visionary and a risk taker. And so I don't need another visionary and another risk taker to be on my team because I, I have those tendencies naturally, right? I need someone that's going to research some stuff. When I have a big idea, I need to know that I have somebody that is really good at researching and get, and bringing me information. And I need somebody on also on my team that's really good at categorizing and organizing the information that comes in because I'm not good at those things. So when I'm looking for teammates to, to run my business, those are the two that are going to be the first people that I that I bring onto my team. And then the third one for me is going to be a risk taker because that's my secondary. We are getting so 
much more advice than just style. I absolutely love where this conversation has gone because so fun. Like, wow, look at yeah. what knowing your your style mm-hmm. statement and your personality can do for you. Yeah. So, like, okay, but just going back to style here because I'm I'm curious. I really want people to not only understand their style personalities and how they can work for them and all of that. But like, if I'm going online to shop Mm -hmm. for clothes for myself, how do I know what to look for just to make it easier for myself? Well, first of all, if you know your style personality, then you're going to know the types of clothing that you're looking for that look best on you. So for me, um, and I always tell people when you know your style personality, you will know what season to shop your outfits in. So I'm doing a lot of my shopping now in the spring and summer because that's where my my clothes, my colors are are popping up all over because it's spring and summer. That's the season that my color palette and the it's the flowy like boho kind of beach wear, resort wear type of stuff that's really flowy. That's my style, right? So I know that I'm going to spend money on my clothing more in the spring and summer than I am in the fall and winter, because in the fall and winter are going to be those edgy um, fall colors are going to be really the rest of your stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. So when you are thinking, I need to buy an outfit, I need to go get something for, you know, everyday Zoom calls or whatever, where do I even go? And then you're like, wait, it's not the season for me. Shoot, I guess I can't buy any clothes. That's not true. You can always find your colors online. But if you're going in person, it's going to be easier for you to find your clothes if you're in the season of your personality. That's just that a makes tip. Sense. Yeah. Like a they, note, they right? carry a certain amount of stock and right. they have to relate right. it to the season. Yeah. Yep. So if you're struggling with like no stores ever carry my style, like I can't ever find anything in the stores that are my style, that might be that might be something to consider is what are your colors that you like and what season do those lend to? Shop in those seasons when it's that season. Put some extra time and energy and money into your calendar and your pocket to go intentionally buy things in that season, it'll be so much easier to find stuff. When you walk into the store and you're a risk taker and you walk in in the fall, there is clothes galore that you're just like, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. That's a great color. I like that. I like that. Like you're just grabbing stuff off the, off the racks because it's your season of your personality type. So that's that's one thing. But you can always find your, your colors and your style online because it's a huge database of all the things. You can put in filters um, at any of your favorite stores. You can just put in filters. Every website has them. And then it will only bring up those clothes so that you don't get like confused, you know? Yeah. So for me and my style and for you with your style, you are going to find, um, you're going to look for things that have a little bit, the fabric is a little bit more substantial. So you're not going to look for um, the chiffon-y, see-through-y type no. stuff. No, I that hate is that. Not, <laughs> right? 
So when you go shopping, you know that that fabric is not going to be for you. So when you look at it, you're like, not for me. You just delete from your mind. Even polyester, I'm like, oh, yep. Can't do it. Can't do it. So that's how you know, that's how it makes it easier to go shopping is you know for sure what your fabrics are and what your colors are. And then you have those two things already crossed off your list. Then the store automatically starts to become smaller because you can zero in on those particular two things, the texture of the clothes and the color of the clothes. And you know you love jeans. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to go to the, the rack that has slacks. Right. Unless yeah, you're... Well, my automated past corporate self would have. Yes. Right. But that is but, no longer. <laughs> but everyday stuff, like you're, you have, you're your own business owner. You get to decide what your, what your um, dress code is. Yeah. And it's yep. not going to be slacks for your everyday dress code. I actually need to go through my closet and get rid of the last couple that I have. I really mm-hmm. do. It's time. I'm re- You're and like there, motivating me to do it. There might be an occasion where you need a pair of slacks. Maybe you have an event that's going to require you to have a little bit more of a dressier attire and you feel like slacks lends to that event. I teach in my program that we want to find the five activities that we do the most and we need to have clothes for those five activities. And one of those activities might be on stage speaking at something and you might want a pair of slacks for that. But you Well, we can already one. select like the mom category. My mm-hmm. mom clothes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. My yep. parenting clothes. Yep. Your mom clothes, your exercise clothes. Um, a lot of people have like their religious, you know, church activities and stuff that they go to on Sundays, um, you know, whatever the, I'm going to go out and run errands, date night, events, whatever. Like it, you just pick your five and just, and make sure that you have clothes for those five. And you might have one pair of slacks in your closet for that one you know, thing. Now that I'm thinking about it, I, I made kind of a rule for myself in my business over the past year maybe two years, maybe over the past two years where it was like, I am not going to do in-person events for my business. Like that was a kind of a rule that I made. So I think I can let go of all of my old corporate. There you go. Because I don't think that is going to be a part of my life, you know? And if you don't, if you're listening to this and in-person events are part of your, you know, thing in your business, then you might want to keep a pair, but you can also wear dresses with tall mm-hmm. boots or whatever, depending on the season to these events. So it doesn't always have to be slacks. And I would be willing to bet you would stand out more in a good way if you were dressing, you mm-hmm. know, like you were saying, the way that yeah. feels good to you, that is you and not in those slacks if that's not you. And honestly, for you, Andrea, if you have this kind of, I mean, I hate the word trigger because it's it's been so overly you know, used, but if, if negative feeling, (laughs) yeah, if you put on a pair of slacks and automatically feel a negative thing, a negative emotion, a like, take me back in time and to a place I don't like, like who is this person? Right. Then slacks Mm -hmm. just may never be in your wardrobe. And that is totally fine. And I say good on you for knowing that slacks aren't for me. Oh yeah. Any circumstances out of my, they're going out of my closet. Yeah. Like, Later today. I I don't have a use for them. I don't feel good in them. They bring, you know, memories and 
feelings that I don't like. It's totally fine. I don't wear black. I I have very few things that are black. They're for specific purposes. Mm -hmm. Black. But you will not see me on the daily in black. I wear black almost every day. (laughs) I'm wearing black right now. Yeah. And that's totally fine. But for me, I've realized over the years that it just is too heavy for my personality. It just is really heavy. I'm, I am like white, yeah. sunshine, bright, you know? So when I am in black, I just feel a little more somber. It's just fine. Because as you're talking about this, I'm thinking about like, the majority of my closest friends in the world, I would say, are very similar to you, like the visionary type, which is complete opposite from me. Yeah. I, it's interesting how they yeah. say opposites attract or whatever, but yeah. you can even look at your friendships mm-hmm. and your relationships yep. and your marriage or whatever mm-hmm. from this perspective of the style statement and your yeah. personality statement. I love that. Yeah. Uh, so when so you go things. to the store and the next time you go to the store, just ask yourself if you know before you go what is your power color, then you know what that color is and what you're going to look for. And that's your first hurdle is you know what your power color is. And then what type item type are you looking for? Are you looking for a pair of pants, a shirt? a jacket, what, what a pair of shoes, what item are you looking for? So once you know, I'm looking for a jacket in rust orange, that's what I'm looking for because you've asked yourself beforehand and you know, I want a jacket that's rust orange. So what am I going to put with rust orange? Cream goes really good with rust orange. Teal goes really good with rust orange. Brown goes good with rust orange. Even a even blues go good with rust orange. So hmm. like what are you see where we're like, oh, this is kind of fun. Now we're creating an entire outfit and we're gonna know exactly what we're gonna go look for. You could be in and out of that store in a heartbeat. You'd be in and out of that store in a heartbeat. And and I have a huge database of places like shops, stores. So if you come to me and say, This is what I'm looking for, a rust orange jacket with a pair of awesome edgy jeans, some chunky boots and a, you know, like a cream top or whatever. I'm going to send you to anthropology because, or down East outfitters um, has a lot of that kind of stuff. I'm not going to send you to MM LaFleur. You will never find what you're looking for at MM LaFleur because they have very structured. They're going to lend to the truth seeker. That's the clothing that they carry. Nordstrom, maybe. I find some good stuff at Nordstrom. Usually yeah. Nordstrom Rack. But no, mm-hmm. yeah, or Macy's yep. sometimes, mm-hmm. depending. But yep. This is so interesting. I so hope there are- everybody listening is learning a little bit more about their own style personality and how they can make shopping easier and why it's even important when we work. Most of us are working remotely. It's like understanding. And feeling good, understanding our personalities and feeling really good in our clothing can really 
help us in our businesses in so many different ways, which we've talked mm-hmm. about today, including just how we feel and how we show up and the confidence and the energy that comes out from us. This is such a great conversation, Sherry. Yeah. So fun. It's so fun. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on today. You're welcome. I don't even know. I have to go process everything we've (laughs) talked about a little bit more, but I definitely know that those pants are going out of my closet later today. So (laughs) thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. It's so fun to, to get to the place where you, where you're at, where you're like, I know for sure that these are a no. And I know for sure that this is a yes. Yes. That just feels so freeing. Don't you think? Definitely. It's like creating a meal plan and knowing what you're going to have to eat tonight and not having to think about it. It's very similar like that. Just knowing feeling, you know, I love it. Yeah. Okay. If people want to work with you or learn more about you or follow you or whatever, tell everybody where they can do that. Um, I have a podcast called Creating Unshakable Self-Confidence. You can find that on all your podcast um, feed places. Um, on Instagram, I am Sherry Brazier style and Sherry Brazier dot style. And then, um, uh, my website is Sherry com. And there's a freebie on my website right on the page that is style basics. Every woman needs for their, um, for their wardrobe. Now I know you have men as well on your, um, that listen, uh, I don't have, I don't service men very, um, very often. I'm going to, st- I'm thinking I might get into that a little bit later, but if you are a man and you hear this episode and you want some help, just DM me on Instagram and I have some colleagues that, that dress men. That's what they're, they do. Their wardrobe stylist for men and I can refer you to a stylist that is for men. So if you want to just DM me on Instagram and say that you found, you found me on Andrea's podcast and you need some recommendations for men um, wardrobe stylist, I can, I can send you some, some people. So that's awesome. Thank you. you. Yeah. And we'll put all of those links in the show notes, everybody. Um, yeah. And that's it for today. I'm going to go process this information and throw away or, you know, donate some pants. I'll see you next time. Sounds good. Take care. One last thing before you go, I want to invite you to take a minute and download my free training, simple shifts. In this training, you'll learn a mix of simple scheduling and mindset shifts you can make to get on the roadmap to finally achieving work-life balance. To get my free training, go to andreascalisi.com forward slash simple dash shifts. The link is in the show notes as well. I hope this free training is all you need to find your balance. Have an awesome week. Take care. Take care.